this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I kind of want to get on to Joe Burrow's performance, and then obviously we'll, we'll extend on this conversation. Uh, you know, a lot was happening. I'm not, I, I hate this part, but I feel like I have to bring everything up. Joe didn't get the reps. Joe didn't have another offseason. It's really getting, I'm sure, annoying for Joe Burrow to not have those preseasons and training camp. I think we can look at Joe Burrow and say, look, sometimes he can be Superman, but it's really hard to miss out on your offseason. And it's it's really telling in the last two years. Um, he's starting out slow. It has taken him a little while. He's obviously, we don't know the percentage on the cap on how he's feeling. He said last week he has good days and he has bad days. Um, I think it was smart. If you watch that Monday night football game, when it comes to the playing field and it's wet out there, you don't want Joe to do too much. We know he can be pretty mobile and I know you're able to kind of go back and, and watch the tape, but it just felt like he was off with his receivers. It, it wasn't the same old Joe and he really couldn't get a grip on the football. And that felt like the most important thing when it comes to, um, to, to what we saw from number nine. Yeah, a lot of opportunities for him, too. I think the way Schwartz plays defense, and for the wide receivers, but the way Schwartz plays defense, he's he's testing him. He's like saying, until you show me you're going to beat me, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cheat over the top. I'm going to take away the underneath. Throw it deep. Beat my corners. And I think there are plays the Bengals wide receivers may have, but like you said, with Burrow gripping the football issue, he was very, very inaccurate. I just think there's so much, you know, previous experience to say this is a outlier. This is a game that probably won't happen again, at least this year, and probably not for, uh, I would say, a couple of years. So it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, I wonder how different the conversations are if Burrow hits T on that slot fade and leads him rather than throws it short and lets Delpit get back into the play and break it up. And maybe that doesn't go for a touchdown, but now you're in the goal line and you score one there. And then he also hits T on that uh, fake screen that he stepped up and then threw the ball. And if he put it in T's zip code, it's a touchdown, but he threw it out of bounds over his head. So I wonder how different the conversation is in that. Because, I mean, that's such a big swing. We don't know how anything would go otherwise with that. And maybe they still lose the game. I'm not trying to say they'd win the game that way. I just think that there may be less conversations about the play calling. And it felt so much like we were back in the start of last year. You know, with everything, it was like the play calling, the targeted routes charts. Everything started coming out. And, you know, the Frank Pollock fire him. Fire Zach Taylor. Fire Zach Taylor, don't let him play call, blah, blah, blah. I've never liked it. I do feel like sometimes the fan base, they love the players and they don't want to criticize the players so much. So they kind of move it, that criticism right at the coaching staff. And I think there's stuff that Taylor could have done better in that game. But so much of that came to that was one of, if not the worst performance of Joe Burrow's career. And they couldn't get anything going because of it. And the offensive line was lying pressure. So like, this is how you get the disaster scenario, right? The offensive line keeps lying quick pressure. The quarterback, and they're only running quick game. They ran one five-step drop. Other than that, it was all three-step drops or quick game. Um, the quarterback can't – he's the, the most inaccurate he has ever been. And he can't throw the ball in a guy's zip code right now. He can't put it anywhere near them, even though he's getting looks that he usually – feasts on the wide receivers 
they aren't having the best day against a really physical and talented cornerback group. So all three of those things go wrong. I mean, like the only guy I pointed to in my mind of like, that guy, I, I liked what he did on offense. It was pretty much just Joe Mixon. Yeah, because I don't even think the run blocking was great, and I think that's why things like the success rate was so low. And, um, you know, when you're looking at a lot of advanced stats, it didn't look that great. Some of that is he had a couple big runs and a lot of not great runs. But I think he made the most out of pretty much every opportunity. He looked shifty. He looked explosive. He looked, you know, healthy. I think it's the big one. He looked powerful. He was able to stay on his feet through contact. There was a lot to like. I thought the vision was there. I was just like, this is what I kept hoping for and kind of saying, like, I think we might get this because I thought Mixon was hurt last year. A lot of last year, starting in week one, he left the game with an ankle injury. And this looked like pre-injury Mixon. This looked like uh 2021 mix and if you can get that even though he's a little older then i think that's good for the this is really good for this offense yeah i i want to get a little more on joe mixon um you know one of the things the cincinnati bengals did and i honestly didn't have a problem with it because it gave me i know we we kind of give that comparison to this game being the week one of last year but i got the halloween vibes um because it was so lopsided and I, and I got to a point where it was close. They were down by 10 at halftime. And I'm like, I don't think they can win this football game. Even <laughs> being down 10 I, I literally said uh, when it happened, I went, oh, that's an insurmountable lead. <laughs> Even though it's clearly not. But, you know, it's just like one of those feelings like, I don't know if this offense can go down there and score a touchdown. Well, and it, it, it's I wouldn't say that against a lot of the teams they face. But I would say that against the Cleveland Browns. I just said, mm, they're down by 10. There's really no way. You have to get out front. You have to put points on the board first so you can control the game. Um, and, and they just weren't able to do that. And unfortunately, it was just a, it was a brutal game for Joe Burrow. And it's okay to point that out. Um, he's he's going to be fine. I do feel like he'll bounce back. We don't know if it's in week two, week three. Uh, but, it, but it wasn't in week one. And uh, they decided to take Joe out of the game early. And I honestly didn't have a problem with it. It was about five minutes left on the clock. I thought the game was over. I think you need to be smart in those conditions he's your franchise quarterback put him on the sideline did you have any thoughts on that I just remember thinking like oh it's a little early but I it's like actually trying to dissect it I was like no 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 it's fine because I'm looking at I believe Trent Williams best left tackle in the league got mm -hmm. hurt in a game that was pretty well decided uh they sent Cam Hayward in that same game on the other side they sent Cam Hayward back out there when the team was you know not clearly going to lose, but down pretty, down three scores. And that is what you're looking at if you, not saying that would have happened if you sent Burrow back out there, but I'm saying that, you know, like that's the concern. That you send Burrow back out there, you try to really claw out of this very slim chance that you could make this a game, and then he gets hurt. And he had a calf strain. And yeah. we, I think, downplayed it a little bit. I know I did. I did 100%. Yeah, I was I thought like, hey, it's a calf strain. You know, he's dealt with these before, but I think that's a big reason why too. It's just I, I he is saying I have good days and bad days, et cetera, et cetera. So it's lingering a tiny bit. That's not an excuse for how he played, but it's an excuse for why you would pull him early. <laughs> you know, like why leave a guy that has, you know, something that's hampering him, even if it's just five percent. And it's just like something that's just like I can still feel it, you know, like even if it's not 
terrible. I can still feel it. Why, why send him back out there in a game that's decided? So I was fine with it. I had no issues. Uh, I don't know if you, you saw this on tape. And, and honestly, we'll get a bigger picture because, um, you know, Zach Taylor felt pretty confident. They got out of that game pretty healthy. Um, and you take that right now. If you're going to lose and, and you're going to lose the game, you, you're like, hey, I'll take health every day of the week.